the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy and teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he, you are you, and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. Man, I've been uh, off the radio for a couple days. I feel uh, lost, man. I've missed my homies. I miss my audience. Yeah. You know, today uh, I want to get real. You know, I want to talk about life. I want to talk about struggles. I want to talk about choices. You know, I, I work in the hearts and minds of people. You know, I'm getting ready to go out to class tomorrow here in Dallas, and we, uh, I think it's Team 238, and we'll have uh, 12 uh, students, I think 13 maybe, and we'll have, uh, what, we'll have a big staff, about five staff. Uh, and um, it's amazing what I experience, what people share, uh, what's going on between the stimulus and the response. See, I always tell people, you have no idea what's in the Pandora's box of uh, someone's mind. And if Trevor's listening, Trevor, cover yours. I might get a little dark here. <laughs> you know, uh, you know. I mean, I, I people share things in my class with me, things they've experienced uh, that uh, would uh, keep people up at night with nightmares, and would traumatize people, would give you PTSD just listening to it. Uh, and one thing I realized is that the mindset du jour is confusion, and confusion is our enemy's number one weapon formed against us. You got to get the power of confusion. Because confusion basically short-circuits you. Confusion shuts you down. Uh, confusion, when you're confused, you don't speak out, you don't stand up, uh, you don't act out. Um, you know, there's many sayings out there that have the similar meaning. Uh, the one I, I, I know off the top of my head is a nail that sticks out the furthest gets hit the hardest. And I've always prided myself growing up in America, a land of the free, home of the brave. It's not that country anymore. Everything's changing. And if you understand the basic patterns in life, you know that a large part of people hate change. Matter of fact, most people live by the mottos, uh, we've never done it that way before. And can't we all just get along? There's so much toxicity floating through the airwaves, through the city center, uh, through social media. Heck, in our churches. Our churches are, are having the great apostasy. They're falling away, and they're buying into this woke agenda and this social engineering and what they call the social gospel, uh, which is all socialism, and Jesus Christ was never about that. He was never at an anti-slavery meeting. He was never at a, a women's rights march, and yet the church in, of Christ did more for women uh, than probably anything else. Uh, they elevated women uh, to the same status as men. If you read the Bible, you'll see it. It was women who were at the cross. It was women who were the first to see Christ. It was women who told the apostles uh, that Christ was risen. It was women that Jesus protected so many more times than men. So 
you know, you just got to know something weird is going on. You got to be aware of it. With all this toxicity, there's a reason for it. What's a leader do with all everything so negative? And what I want to do is just pose the question, why is there wicked? You know, it's all about choices. It really is about choices. And here's the problem. A majority of people uh, will go along with the flow. A majority of the people are affected by their environment. I'll give you two proofs. The S-type personality. You know, I do a lot of work with be, uh, behavioral profiles, and the DISP behavioral profile uh, is one of the most popular. Uh, it's by Hippocrates, basically based on Hippocrates' oath that personality comes down to four bodily fluids. And then Dr. William Marston, I think in 1922, wrote a book called The Emotions of Normal People, and he, he broke it down. I think he established the first time the DISP behavioral profile. And there's probably more work done on DISC than any other uh, psychometric. And why does this matter? Because the S-type personality, which is people and reserved, which some words to describe them are steady, stable, secure, supportive, servant, sweet, submissive, shy, status quo, sentimental, sameness, uh, and under weakness, sucker. And it seems like right now that American people are being suckered. Uh, percentage of population, this is what I want to share with you. Of all the one, this is the largest, 30 to 35 percent. Now, there's four personality profiles. And so if they were even, they'd all be about 25 percent. But this is 35 percent. A third would be 33. So this is more than a third of all people fall into the S-type category. Example, Sheriff Andy Taylor, Aunt B, can't we all just get along? You know, their basic need is they need security. So I wonder if the government provides some security, if they'll do what they're told. Absolutely. You know Why? Because their strengths are they're calm, they're dependable, they're easygoing. Listen, they're trustworthy, they're efficient, they're practical, they're conservative, they're diplomatic, they're humorous. But on a weakness, remember, weaknesses are strength pushed to an extreme. And we're in extreme times. So look at the weaknesses. Stingy, fearful, indecisive, spectator, self-protective, unmotivated, selfish, timid, shy, See, if I can understand you a little better and you can understand me a little better, doesn't it make sense we're in a position to have a better relationship? And what I do this radio for, show for is understanding. You've got to be aware of what's going on. You've got to be aware. The more you understand, the better choices you can make. Under control, uh, a third of the population is relaxed, reliable, cooperative, stable, a good listener, single-minded, steadfast, soft-hearted, systemic, uh, systematic, sorry, amiable. But out of control. Now, this is just a it's, a, it's a line of intensity. Out of control, they're lacking initiative. They're dependent. They're a sucker. They're indecisive. They're uncommunicative. They're inflexible. They resist change, and they're easily manipulated, and they're slow, and they're resentful. Don't you see what's going on? Now, let me give you another one. There's three types of fingerprints. There's whirls, there's arcs, and there's loops. Why does it matter? Loops. One of the traits about loops is they are changeable. They are persuadable. They abide by their environment. So if they walk into a church environment, they'll act all churchy. If they walk into a, a, a topless bar environment, they'll walk, you know, the appropriate way. We're, we, we respond to our environment. I'm not, I don't have many worlds at all. I mean, uh, loops at all. I'm a world guy. But 66% of the population have a majority of loops means you're affected by your environment. And so when the environment changes, you change. That's why you see the church so broke. That's why you see so much going on. And so today I want to tell the show is called Wise or Wicked. Why? 
because I believe in Proverbs twenty four sixteen. It says that the you know the, for the righteous fall seven times and rise again, but the wicked stumble in times of calamity. And it really is about choices. Do you choose to stay down or choose to pick yourself up? You know that's what Dr. King was talking about. Hey, Marshall, why don't you go ahead and play that clip from Dr. King? I have a dream. My four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I have a dream. See, don't you see what Dr. King was talking about? Is he said this, judge me by my choices, not by my non-choices. None of us chose the color of our skin. None of us chose what country we were born in. None of us chose the socioeconomic background of our families. None of us chose our family of origin. None of us had a say in whether we were created. None of us had a say in whether we talk about choice. We had no choice. The choices of our parents. Those are the choices until most of us were 16 or 17. Some of you still to this day, the choices of your parents are guiding you. And ladies and gentlemen, I want to talk today about choices because that's what Dr. King was talking about. Don't judge me by choices I had no choice in. But he said, you have every right to judge me based on those choices. And ladies and gentlemen, right now, there's a lot of choices. You can choose to quit. You can choose to have hatred. You can choose to be bitter. You can choose to give up. Or you can choose to pick yourself up, dust yourself off and hit again. And you're going to get knocked down again. And you're going to have to make a choice. You can stay down and feel sorry for yourself. We're a country of victims. We're the land of the free lunch and the home of the victim. We get our DNA tested to see what percentage of a victim we are. How's it working for us, America? We're falling apart. It's time to step up. It's time to become the people that we were created to be. That's what we're talking about today on Like It Matters Radio. It's all about choices. I'm Black, and we'll be right back. Leadership Awakening impacts even the seasoned pros. Take a listen to these comments from Kevin, who recently attended Leadership Awakening. I've struggled with a lot of things. I've been in so many different trainings, followed Tony Robbins, John Maxwell, all these great self-development gurus, but I have never went through a training as difficult and as intense as that 48 hours that we went through. What we went through was absolutely amazing, and I'd love to share it with as many people as I could. I kept being told on how intense this training was going to be, that it was going to be difficult. And I mean, I've walked on hot fire. I've broken arrows. I've walked on glass. I've done so many things. I thought, how hard could this be? Well, the number one thing that I gained from Leadership Awakening was another level of awareness. If you're ready to go to another level of awareness, go to likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon, we're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Coming up this Saturday, Johnny's Football's back on the airways of Freedom 1570. Hi, I'm Mark Lewandowski. Join me along with Brian Backus and Mike and Charlie Carr for all the action. St. John's opens up their season with a top-five showdown against Wisconsin Whitewater. The Warhawks are ranked fourth. The Johnny's ranked fifth in the country. 
Coverage will start this Saturday from Clement Stadium in Collegeville at noon with the Stearns Bank pregame show and the kickoff at 1 o'clock on the Quinlivet and Hughes Johnny Football Radio Network and right here on Freedom 1570. Don't get lost in the endless stream of misleading headlines. Turn to a leading source of conservative news. Townhall.com. Political cartoons. Thoughtful commentary. And an intelligent perspective on the day's headlines. Townhall.com. A division of Salem Media Group. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, application. You know what? I need some more inspiration. Hey, Marshall, I know I didn't tell you to do this, but let's play that clip by Dr. King again. I need to hear a little more inspiration. I have a dream. My four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. Man, that's the, that's the America that I knew. That's the America that I grew up in. Why are we talking about this? It's not a political show. This is a reality show. Brothers, sisters, wake up. You know, Billy Graham used to say, a preacher worth his weight has a Bible in one hand and a newspaper in the other. You know, I can teach you every day how to set goals. I can teach you every day how to make more money. I can teach you every day how to have better times when those doors close with your spouse. But let's be honest. If America's falling apart, you have no place, no home. If your kids are being sexualized at five years old. If you don't know if your boy that went to school this morning is going to come home as a girl or not. I mean, really? What's your life about? Is your life about making more money? Is your life about having better... uh, physical interactions, if you will. So I just want to show you some of the headlines. I love this. Washington Monthly, this guy's a liberal, wrote this. Has the anti-racist movement become a counterproductive religion? It's called woke racism. This guy's a liberal. Said during America's racial reckoning in the summer of 2020, I was torn like millions gnosis of left-leaning Americans. On the one hand, I was appalled by the murder of George Floyd and supported reforms to police departments and a criminal justice system that is unfairly skewed against people of color. Now, I'm not agreeing with this. I'm just reading it. On the other hand, I was deeply concerned by what I saw as a rational mob-driven behavior happening in the name of anti-racism. And it's racism. And now we are such a racist country. Uh, but it's not just that. Look, you got a president that calls his political opponents fascists, that were a threat to the country. 
that we're an th- enemy of the state. You have a president saying 40% of the country uh, should be thrown in jail or worse. He's now calling us fascists. Matter of fact, he's getting ready to go on national TV tomorrow to harass his political opponents. Matter of fact, today in uh, P- uh, Pennsylvania, he, he did a speech that said, Biden taunts brave right-wing Americans saying they'll need more than guns to fight the government. You got the president of the United States threatening people and calling out 40%, saying you're going to need more than guns to fight me. Wow. And yet the insurrection, January 6th, there was no guns. The only one that got killed was Ashley Babbitt. But no one seems to look beyond that. Do you see how we've been hypnotized? Do you see how we've been, and why do you think people are so confused? I saw this, Wisconsin TV news anchor Nina Pacholke dead in apparent, saris, uh, apparent suicide. News 9 WAOW in Wausau, Wisconsin says it will greatly miss her. A Wisconsin TV news station says it is absolutely devastated after one of its morning anchors who was described, ready for this? Now this is how everybody saw her, as having a big heart and a contagious smile. She was always smiling. She passed away suddenly over the weekend. Nina Pacholke, a 27, she's beautiful. She's got an incredible job. She's got all her future in front of her. Her name is Nina Pacholke, a 27-year-old weekday anchor at WAOW in Wausau, died after committing suicide, says her sister. Quote, she was just like a little ball of sunshine, and her smile was massive, her sister said to the newspaper. And she could just make you feel like you were the most important person, whether she knew you for five minutes or her whole life. We would be out at coffee and someone would recognize her and she would lighten them up the way she's made me feel the last 27 years. Pachoke, a former University of South Florida women's basketball player, was engaged at the time of her death. So, again, the best time of her life right in front of her. This woman's beautiful. Her smile lit up everything. Don't see how fake? It was on the outside. This is why I do what I do. This is why I do likeitmatters.net. I get in people's head and their heart. People share with me things they've been through. You don't know. Sorry, it's going to get a little dark here, so Trevor might want to stop listening. (laughs) It's going to get dark. People have been raped at gunpoint. People have been chained to beds. Kids are being chained to Kids are being tortured, abandoned, neglected. I deal with it when they're adults. And there's all this bitterness and hatred. And now if you believe like we've always believed in this country, you're an enemy of the state. Joe Biden said the biggest enemy of the state are white Christians. I'm a white Christian. How about this? Texas lawmaker on, on armed Antifa members showing up at kid-friendly drag shows. Did you hear that? Kid-friendly Drag shows. Yeah. So now Antifa, we all know Antifa, they throw urine on people, they attack cops, they do all that stuff, right? Uh, Now, because they want to make sure no one stops the drag shows for my five-year-old, they want to make sure a five-year-old, six-year-old can see strippers and put dollar bills in them, but they're drag shows. What are we coming to, people? Why are we sexualizing our kids? Why are you letting teachers sexualize your kids? When I grew up, if that happened, that that teacher would be arrested for pedophilia, for indecent activity with a child. And now it's promoted, and now we got Antifa, the Democratic Party's brown shirts, brown coats, 
protecting so that anybody, if you want to protect your child, they're going to shoot you. They're going to throw urine in your face. And none of them ever get arrested. Nothing ever happens because they work for the Democrats. So there's, it's not equal justice. Now, you got to realize this is what's going on. And so why are people so confused? This is why I started with choice. Today's show is called Wise or Wicked. It was Dr. Viktor Frankl who said between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is your power. It is your freedom. And so to me, wise or wicked is what t- Proverbs twenty four sixteen says. Now, I want you to know something. The words are not right, wise. So there's many different translations. Some say a righteous falls. Righteous just means right standing before God. So the godly may trip seven times. That's what NLT says. Uh, English Standard Version said the righteous fall. A lot of them say righteous. A King James says for a just man, and we're justified through Christ. For a righteous man, have this one, contemporary English says, even if good people fall seven times, for a just man, uh, the good news translation says, honest people fall. So it's different. So even though I'm saying wise, let me tell you why I say righteous, because it's your right standing before God. And the only way you can have a right standing before God is through the blood of Jesus Christ. The Bible's pretty clear. There's only one path that leads to God the Father uh, as friend, as father. Uh, and that's through his, the shed blood of his son, Jesus Christ. That's what the Bible says. I study the Quran too, and the Quran has 94 ayats about Jesus, Isa al-Messiah. And so puts him on a stage of, of Muhammad. Uh, the, uh, uh, it says he's the breath of Allah. So the Quran speaks very highly uh, of Jesus. Matter of fact, puts him on the same level as Muhammad. And the Quran, by the way, tells Christians, I mean, tell Muslims that their greatest friend can be a Christian. The Quran tells Muslims that if they're in doubt of the signs, to seek people of the previous books. In other words, people of the Bible, someone like me. It's all about understanding. If I can understand what a Muslim is, believes, and I can now meet them in that belief and then share the understanding of who Christ really is, I can talk to my Muslim brothers and sisters more so than my Jewish brothers and sisters. And so what I'm talking about, I believe it's wise. It's wise. Remember in First Kings 3, you know, Solomon was considered the wisest of all men, even people non-religious. People came all over the world. The Queen of Sheba came to know his wisdom. Because why? Because when God approached Solomon in a dream and asked him what you want, I'll give you whatever you want. It's in 1 Kings 3 if you want to look at it. It's at Gibeon. And the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream. And he said, ask what I shall give you and I'll give it to you. And he said, give me wisdom. And that pleased the Lord that Solomon had asked for wisdom. And God said, because you've asked this and have not asked for yourself long life or riches of life or, or, or the life of your enemies, but have asked for understanding to discern what is right. Don't you get righteous, right standing? Behold, I now do according to your word. Behold, I give you a wise and discerning mind so that none like you has been before you and none like you shall rise after you. Tons of books written about King Solomon that have nothing to do with religion at all. The book of wisdom is called Proverbs. And so it's wise. By the way, just to let you know, all the translations, I told you they give different things on the first one, but on the second one, it's always wicked. It's always wicked. But the wicked, that's what it says, but one disaster is enough to overthrow the wicked, one verse says. But the wicked stumble in times of calamity. Wicked stumble in bad times. But the wicked shall fall into mischief. But the wicked stumble in time of disaster and collapse. 
But when trouble strikes the wicked, that's the end of them. But the wicked shall fall down into evil. But disastrous destroys the wicked. Don't you see? It's all about choices. What's the difference? What do you do when you get knocked down? What do you do with all this uncertainty? What do you do with all this confusion? We got to be involved in the game. We got to make choices. Between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is our power, our freedom. Our minds are six times faster than we can talk. Why? So God told us to hold our tongue, to hold our caps, our, our, our thoughts captive to the obedience of Christ. That's what the, Paul said to the Corinthian church. And so you got to know we have power. And after the break, I'm going to show you we have a lot of choice here. It's your choice. You can't control what happens to you, but you can control what happens in you. You cannot control undoubtedly who's in the White House because it's already been set up. But you control who's in your house. You might not be able to control what cards you were dealt, but you get to control how you play those cards. Stop giving away your freedom. Stop giving away your power. It's yours. And no one can take it. It must be freely given. And I do this radio show, and I do likeitmatters.net to encourage you to take back that power. Take back that freedom because it's from God and nobody else. I'm black, and we'll be right back. Take a listen to these words about Like It Matters Leadership Awakening from a recent attendee. Leadership Awakening is like nothing else. It's incomparable to any other training that I've been through, and that's executive, professional, communication training, to to how to hold a fork. It, the, the Leadership Awakening is a deep mental experience where I was forced to challenge my mind in a way that I've never been challenged before and it's there's nothing like it there's 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 no way to explain it with words you have to experience it leadership awakening change your heart change your mind change your life go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next leadership awakening it's not only changing lives it's saving lives that's likeitmatters.net slash schedule Hello? Hey, stranger. Oh, hi. Thank goodness it's you. I was afraid to answer the phone. Why? What's up? The credit card companies are after me. They want me to make payments and the calls never stop. Ouch. Been there before, but I got help from Trinity Debt Management. Trinity? Yeah. I called and right away, Trinity contacted my creditors and got my interest rates cut in half. They ended all the late fees and over limit charges and they stopped those annoying phone calls. Bet that was a relief. Yep. Then they put me on a plan that consolidated my bills into one one easy monthly payment. That way, I paid off my debt fast while saving thousands. Nice. Trinity even showed me how to plan and meet a monthly budget. So now I'm debt-free for keeps. Wow. Do you still have their number? Sure. Here, write this down and call 1-800-990-6976. Can you repeat that? 1-800-990-6976. That's 1-800-990-6976. We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. Hey, can we get that backhoe over here? At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. 
The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am black. And today we're really talking about choices. It's really wise or wicked. You know, the interesting thing is I I love my Bible. I I eat scripture daily. I share it with people all over the world. Uh, And one thing I notice about God is when he gives us choices, he only gives us two. It's just fascinating. He, he, you know, light or darkness, blessing or curse, narrow path or wide path. You know, I mean, life or death. You know, God or the other team. Eternity with him or eternity away from him. I mean, it's, it's not complicated. And, and that's what Dr. King was talking about. I have a dream that one day I will live in a nation where I'm judged by my choices and not by my non-choices. And yet today we live in a time that it, our, our choices have nothing to do with it, that we're, we're supposed to now just uh, uh, like people because of the color of their skin. Now we're just supposed to promote people just because they use a different bathroom than they used to use. Uh, now uh, we're supposed to promote people because they share their bed with uh, multiple people or someone of the same bathroom using status. <laughs> it's just silly. And Dr. King fought and gave his life. So that, that we weren't judged. We're judged by our choices. And as a Christian, I believe that my sins between me and God and your sins between you and God, we don't need to get in the middle of each other's sin. But I do believe that when we attempt to make what God says is wrong and make it right and make it okay for everybody else to do it, I think that we're called to speak out. Because as God said, the rocks will cry out if we don't. And so this is just about what I deal with. I deal with people. So all you employers out there, so all you employers out there listening thinking this has absolutely nothing to do with you and your business, you're full of it. Excuse my language, you're full of it. Because you don't have a full employee. Don't you realize I work with your employees' heads and hearts. They're dealing with trauma, they're dealing with drama, they're dealing with PTSD, they're dealing with financial problems, they're dealing with family of origin issues. Some have sexual stuff that was done to them. Some have done sexual stuff to other people. Some have done things they're not proud of. Some are still being haunted by abuse they had as children. Some are still living in the program they had as a six or seven or eight-year-old kid. Now they're a 40-year-old man or a woman, and they're out there doing this and doing that. I'm telling you, I've been doing this for 30 years. I know what I'm talking about. From CEOs of Fortune 500 companies to homeless and prisoners and felons. And, and you know what? We're, we're much more similar than we are different. We all want to love and be loved. We all want to know we matter. We all want to provide for our family. We all want to believe we're special. We all want to know we're here for a reason. We want our kids to be safe. We want to provide for our kids. We want to give our kids a better world than the one we got. It's all same, no matter what our skin color, no matter what that last 0.01% of your DNA says. Because 99.89% of all of our DNA is identical. 
is in that 0.01% or whatever it is, 0.1%, whatever it is. And I think there's like 3 billion um, genetic pairs that make up all of our traits. So one-tenth of 1% is still 3 million. That's a lot of difference. And yet far more is similar. And don't you realize that when people are struggling, when people are worried about their kids, when people wonder if they're still living in a free country or not, you think you're getting a full employee? No, you're getting a 70 or 80% employee. You're doing good enough. See, that's what I do. I help clean them up. I'm like the 90,000-mile checkup. You know, after you've had your car for a while, it's a good car. It's good. You got 90,000 miles on it. You bring it in. You get all the fluids changed. You get the engine flushed out, the radiator flushed out. You get new belts, new hoses, right? You don't do it because you have to. You do it because you want to elongate the life of that vehicle, and you don't want any problems. That's what I do. And your two biggest accesses to problems, to trauma, to drama, are your head and your heart. That's why I teach emotional intelligence. The right emotional, the right intensity, the right time for the right reason, direct to the right person. For most people, their kids are the most important thing in their life. They become their, on their, their throne. My kids were on my throne for a while. They became my God for a while. I didn't realize at the time as I look back. I did. I wanted to give my kids the best life possible. I wanted to be the daddy that I never had. I sacrificed everything specifically for my two older kids. Faith and Christian, single dad, put it all in line. I, I did everything evolved around them. They were on my pedestal. And so when I see this Texas lawmaker on armed Antifa members showing up at kid-friendly drag show, I still can't believe that's a phrase. Kid-friendly drag show. And this guy's name is Brian Slayton. And here's a quote. We have porn in our school libraries, and there's pushback on removing it. There are the drag queen shows with children, and there's pushback on us for wanting to stop that. Then there's the gender modification of children, and the left is pushing back on that, he added. Slayton was, said it was alarming that Antifa members showed up with guns. Look at the pictures. To protect grown men wearing ladies' underwear, they have to dance provocatively in front of children. Just put that one on. I don't care what side of the aisle you're on. This is the country we now live in. And this is in Texas. This isn't California or Massachusetts or New York City, where that's understandable. They're so liberal over there and woke. Quote, they're protecting that and trying to intimidate those that were there to speak out against it and bring attention to it that way. But yes, Antifa apparently is getting involved, and you've crossed the line if you want to protect children. That's the country we live in now. And they want to scare you or threaten you or beat you up. They want to intimidate you. Slatton also lamented, Slayton lamented on lack of action by law enforcement. And this is why now it's getting to a weird place. Law enforcement is part of the government. And so we love our blue, and yet people, look how many are leaving because it's getting so corrupt and so woke. Just like the FBI, we're supposed to love our police officers, and yet they're spying, they're political, they protect Biden and Clinton and Sandy Berger and all those, and they want to destroy anybody on the right. I remember um, our president's going to go on national TV tomorrow to trash his political opponent. And every news station will cover it, all the main things. Remember how many times they wouldn't cover Trump's um, uh, national telegram because they were this and they were this? But this guy, Biden, gets a pass on everything. So he's going to threaten and tell you that democracy's under threat by Republicans. And you've got to decide what you're going to do. And I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about in your head, in your heart, because What's this life about? What is your purpose? Why do you get up each day, do what you do, go home at night, get up the next day, and do it again and again and again? See, this is where you have control. 
if you get bogged down, I can tell you the last three months for me have been hell. In July, I went to Minneapolis. Out of our classroom at the end of class, we got our computer and some other stuff stolen. I had a tooth problem, my twice tooth problem. I was on antibiotics twice. I had to get a tooth extracted. In August, I had more tooth problems. I had to get a different tooth extracted, swollen up, had to go on antibiotics. And guess what? In Vegas at the end of August, uh, uh, two weeks ago or a week ago, in the middle of the night at 1 o'clock in the morning, I didn't even bring this up last week, uh, we packed the, th- uh, the truck up so that I could leave at 4 o'clock in the morning. I, it's a 20-hour drive. I wanted to get home that night, so I left at 4 in the morning so I could get home at 11 o'clock at night, and I did. And guess what? About 1 or 2 o'clock in the morning, someone opened our car and took all of our stuff. Stole our laptop, stole my computer bag, stole my microphone, stole all my radio show stuff, stole all our clothes. So all that, we lost about $10,000 worth of stuff. And, of course, insurance won't cover any of that. In the process, too, now I got another tooth. I was supposed to have a root canal done. Went yesterday to get a, uh, Monday to get a root canal, and the cap popped off, and they had to stop, and it's infected deep down. And so now I, one of my teeth popped off. They had to replace it. Otherwise, they'd be teaching the class without a tooth. Had all this going on. This has been my last three months. And then I had a guy who was going to come on board that came from me for about 15 years ago, was going to come and help me and become an assistant trainer. And then he basically pees all over me, and I have to let him go and don't continue with what we're doing. So that's what my two months have been. But you know what? I picked myself up. I dust myself off. I hit again. See, I know why I'm here. I know whose I am. I know I'm here to serve. I know I see a need, I meet a need. I know that I'm here to set the captives free. Well, there's a lot of people living in a mental prison. Yeah, there's a lot of people in a physical prison. But ladies and gentlemen, there's a lot of people in a mental prison. And it's because of choices. You've got to ask yourself this question. What am I? I am seldom considered, though I do more to influence everything about you than virtually any other thing in your life. I have to control the time you get up in the morning, the time you go to sleep, what you eat and drink, and the very thought that runs through your head. I can make you either happy or sad, loving or hateful, cheerful or remorseful, congenial or spiteful, and in doing so, control the very capacity that you have for success. No, you don't often think of me. Instead, you blame the problem I create on the shortcoming of others, or the state of the economy, or who's in the White House, or your family or what percentage of your DNA says this, or a million other reasons. Often at times, unable to find anyone else to blame, you look for shortcomings within yourself on which to lay the blame. When my impact on your life fully is considered in your every thought and action, when you are mindful of my awesome power, when you nurture and groom me for positive use in your life, I can become more contagious than the most prolific disease ever witnessed by man. My influence will spread to every person you come in contact with. Groomed and nurtured in a positive manner, there will be no person or obstacle that can stand in the way of my success or fail to be impacted for the better. I am your attitude. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Viktor Frankl spent years in Auschwitz. He wrote a book called Man's Search for Meaning. And he would talk about in the book that when the gates of Auschwitz would open up, he could tell who was going to make it. And by make it, he didn't mean survive because that was out of the realm of their control. What he meant was, and he said it this way, you know, the Nazis could take our food. They could take our life. They could take our family. They could take our clothes. Heck, they can take our life. But they cannot 
take our will. That must freely given. And just like the Germans made the Jews the enemy today, of then, today, the Biden administration wants to make white Christians that enemy today. And I pray that history does not repeat itself. The difference is between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is our power and our freedom. I'm black. We'll be right back. Leadership Awakening impacts even the seasoned pros. Take a listen to these comments from Kevin, who recently attended Leadership Awakening. I've struggled with a lot of things. I've been in so many different trainings, followed Tony Robbins, John Maxwell, all these great self-development gurus, but I have never went through a training as difficult and as intense as that 48 hours that we went through. What we went through was absolutely amazing, and I'd love to share it with as many people as I could. I kept being told on how intense this training was going to be, that it was going to be difficult. And I mean, I've walked on hot fire. I've broken arrows. I've walked on glass. I've done so many things. I thought, how hard could this be? Well, the number one thing that I gained from Leadership Awakening was another level of awareness. If you're ready to go to another level of awareness, go to likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Often the size of the fish grows each time you tell the story. The roller coaster gets a little taller, and the starry night sky gets even starrier. That's because the magic of some Minnesota moments is hard to put into words. The memories that become part fact, part feeling, but 100% real. Plan your dream trip at ExploreMinnesota.com. Sponsored by Explore Minnesota Tourism. Aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station. Whether you're preparing for a typical Sunday morning or a special holiday service, you'll find an array of helpful, creative tools from Worship House Media. From countdown timers to sermon illustrations, visit WorshipHouseMedia.com. That's WorshipHouseMedia.com, a division of Salem Media Group. Take a listen to this comparison of other training to Leadership Awakening. For probably two-thirds of my 30-year law enforcement career, I spent time in supervision and management, so I've been to a lot of leadership training. Been there, done that, got the t-shirt. I went to a leadership course in California where I worked, and it's an eight-month program. I went through that program. I went back later on as a facilitator, so I, I taught leadership. What we did in class was completely different than any other leadership program that I've been through. I mean, in 48 hours of leadership training in your program, it was just, it was dynamic. It was intense. It was powerful. You know, it was, it was amazing. It was amazing. Leadership Awakening. Change your heart. Change your mind. Change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next Leadership Awakening. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, application. Today we're talking about choices, talking about wise or wicked. You know, it is uh, 
grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone, to the glory of God alone, that any of us has righteousness. You know, I love words. I'm etymologist by trade. When you read righteous in the Bible, it means good, right standing before God. That's what the word means. And God requires perfection. And since none of us is good enough, none of us can be perfection, God says, if you've broken one of my commandments, you've broken them all. That's what the Ten Commandments were about. They were pointing to a Messiah, to a Redeemer, to a Savior, because we couldn't do it on our own. We can't be good enough. And that really is freeing. Really is freeing when you know that you're too screwed up to be good enough for God, and you don't have to be. You just have faith alone, by grace alone, through Christ alone, to the glory of God alone. And you understand that it's the Bible alone that's going to seal that connection. And so it's wisdom. The Bible says only a fool says in his heart there is no God. I'm not telling you, calling you a fool. The Bible is. God's calling you a fool, not me. It's kind of like, but if you were to stand in front of me and told me I don't exist, I think I'd call you a fool, right? I mean, like, uh, clearly, I do exist because you just said I didn't. I heard you, right? It's about our choices. And you know what? I told you the last three months have been hell for me. Um, my wife, Val, has been going through a lot. And we're going to go out tomorrow and change, hopefully, 17 people's lives, all of us, not just the 12 students. And by the way, over the last three months, we've been struggling financially and lost, I don't know, close to $20,000 of stolen from us. And no, you know, luckily we have some good people that are helping us. We have a 501c3. Feel free to donate. But you know what we just did? We just signed a, a purchase agreement for one of our orphanages in Uganda. And they're purchasing their land. And we just raised $3,500 and put on the down payment. We got a purchase agreement. And uh, each month for the next three months, we'll give another $1,000. And then uh, our orphanage will own their land and start planning. We'll start doing ag. Uh, so start making them self-sufficient. Since then, we've kept another 50 children alive. Since then, we've helped, I think it's eight people because we're conduits. When we get money, we send it out to other people. So I want you to know, it's not feeling sorry for me. I'm telling you, I didn't even talk about all the stuff that's been sown. This is the first time you're hearing it. I'm on the radio every day. Why? Because I don't focus on that. It's about choice. It's, you know, the good Lord put the eyes in the front of our face. You got to choose what you're going to hold on to. And you got to choose to forgive, choose to forget, choose to let it go. Remind yourself who you are, why you're here, whose you are. That's why I love Maya Angelou, Still I Rise. You may write me down in history with your bitter, twisted lies. You may tread me in the very dirt, but still like dust, I'll rise. Does my sassiness upset you? Why are you beset with gloom? Because I walk like I've got oil wells pumping in my living room. Just like moons and like suns with a certainty of tides, just like hope springing high, still I'll rise. Did you want to see me broken, bowed head and lowered eyes, shoulders falling down like teardrops, weakened by my soulful cries? Does my haughtiness offend you? Don't you take it awful hard. Because I laugh like I've got gold mines digging in my own backyard. You may shoot me with your words. You may cut me with your eyes. You may kill me with your hatefulness. But still, like air, I will rise. Does my sexiness upset you? Does it come as a surprise that I dance like I've got diamonds at the meeting of my thighs? 
Out of the huts of history's shame, I rise. Up from a past that's rooted in pain, I rise. I'm a black ocean leaping and wide, welling and swelling, I bear in the tide, leaving behind nights of terror and fear, I rise. Into a daybreak that's wondrously clear, I rise. Bringing the gifts of my ancestors gave, I am the dream and the hope of the slave, I rise. I rise. I rise. A righteous man will stumble seven times, but get back up. The wicked will stumble into ruin. Ray Kroc, Thomas Edison, Abraham Lincoln, Mary Kay, Sam Walton, Colonel Sanders. I could give you a few more. And if you don't know why I'm bringing up all these names, you might want to read a book now and then that doesn't have smutter vampires in it. Because, ladies and gentlemen, men don't stumble in a day. Marriages don't crumble in a day. Families don't fall apart in a day. America doesn't get lost in a day. It's a slow fade. See, all those people I mentioned had lots of failures and little to no success before 50 years old. They were rejected. They were knocked down. But every time they picked themselves up, they dusted themselves off, and they hit it again and again and again and again. It's all about choice. I love Charles Swindoll's quote on attitude, one of my favorite quotes. He says, the longer I live, the more I realize the impact of attitude on life. Attitude to me is more important than facts. It is more important than the past, than education, than money, than circumstances, than failure, than successes, than what other people think or say or do. It is more important than appearance, giftedness, or skill. It will make or break a company, a church, or a home. The remarkable thing is we have a choice every day regarding the attitude we will embrace for that day. We cannot change our past. We cannot change the fact that people act in a certain way. We cannot change the inevitable. The only thing we can do is play on the one string we have, and that is our attitude. I'm convinced that life is 10% what happens to me and 90% how I react to it. And so it is with you. We are in charge of our attitudes. And that's why we can't compare ourselves to other people. That's why we got a world that wants you to be jealous, envious. If you look up the Ten Commandments, the Tenth Commandment, the exclamation point, says, Thou shalt not covet. Thou shalt not desire what your brother has or your sister has. That shall not desire your your brother or sister's wife or husband. That you shall not desire your brother or sister's home. That you shall not desire your brothers and sisters' social media following. That you shall not desire. And today, not only do we desire, we destroy. We destroy the other person that has more than us, except if they're our same ilk ideologically. At some point, you just got to realize that God's God and you're not. And God gives differently. But God expects a return on his investment. I remember the story about it really shows the power of attitude. There once was a woman who woke up one morning, looked in the mirror. See, she had struggled with cancer. And so she lost her hair. And so she looked in the mirror, she had a rough night, and she noticed she had only three hairs left on her head. But she wanted to be in control of her attitude. So she forced a smile. She looked herself in the eyes. 
And she said, well, I think I'll braid my hair today. So she did. And she had a wonderful day. The next day, after a long night of sleeplessness, pain, a little bit of fear and trepidation, she woke up. She looked in the mirror. And she saw she'd lost a hair. She now only had two hairs left on her head. She goes, hmm, I think I'll part my hair down the middle day. Because she was going to not be denied a joyful, good day. Because she didn't know how many left she, she had left. So she did. And she had a grand day. The next day she woke up, looked in the mirror, and noticed that she had only one hair on her head. Well, she said, today I'm going to wear my hair in a ponytail, and I'm going to make it a great day. So she did, and she had fun, a fun day. The next day she woke up, looked in the mirror, and noticed that she was bald. There wasn't a single hair on her head, and her first reaction was to start crying, and she stopped, said, no, I will not feel sorry for myself. I've been given the gift of life, and I'm going to live it. And so she looked in the mirror again with a big smile on her face, and she said, yeah, I don't have to fix my hair today. Ladies and gentlemen, attitude's everything. That's why I do what I do. When was the last time you got to clean up your head and your heart? When was the last time you got to clear off the windshield of life? You, well, all the, you've been shooting all over yourself. Yeah, I know it sounds bad, but no bleeping here. Should have done this. I should have done that. I should have done this. Living in the three R's of survival, regret, resentment, and resistance, right? A rear focus. Have you look at all the people that's hurt you in life and then go back 100 years to people that hurt people who look like you and go back 200 years of people who knew people who look like you and then go back now 500 years so you can get as bitter and angry and hateful and, and don't you see? You're being played, player. I have a dream. That one day we'll live in a country where we will be judged by our choices, not our non-choices. And someday, as the Bible says, it's appointed for man to die one day and then comes a judgment. At that point, you will be judged for your choices, not your non-choices. You're under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you when you live your life like it matters, it does. you were kicking in your mommy's tummy before you were born? We were? Yep. I just learned at school that babies move and kick before they're even born. No, no wonder we're so good at soccer. That's right, kids. A pre-born baby is moving about and even kicking just 14 weeks from conception. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of information and alternatives to abortion, or you'd like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, Please call 1-800-366-7773, 1-800-366-7773, or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America, the billboard people. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.